Listen, we're in our 30s now. Halloween just isn't what it used to be, but we did get to bed early, and now we're going to talk about the news. This is Sometimes. Here we go. You're welcome to start talking at any time now, Tom. Oh, hey. Hey there. I had to step off to burp. Nobody wanted oh, that right I, in their ears. I got you. I understand. Anyway, how is everybody's Halloween? That's best asked in this podcast format where nobody can respond. Though, right. I guess right. you could put it in your review or your <laughs> or your comment, depending on what? if you're on. You can leave a comment on Podbean. Yeah. What do you, what do you, how, how, what'd you do? Did you do anything fun yesterday? For Halloween? I'm 31. Yeah. I'm 31 and I'm living the domestic life with my partner. What? And no, no, I didn't do anything. You didn't, you didn't go get some king size candy bars, hand them out to the trick or treaters. You know what? I did. I did do that. I, I, uh, yeah. So we stayed at home with a big thing of candy and we got two trick or treaters. I was so excited to be the house with the big candy, the full size candy bars. I, I think I probably told you about that a, a week or two ago, but I know I've told people about it where I'm like, I just want to be one of those full-size candy bar houses. We got two yeah. trick-or-treaters, and one of them was a dad carrying his kid around, and I'm like, this is obviously for you. Because the kid wasn't even in costume. Kid's holding a bucket, so I like hold up the full the box of like full-size candy to him. I'm like, do you want to pick one? And uh, he's like, pick one, buddy. He's like, here, I'll just grab one for him. And then he puts it in his bucket and the kid like kind of looks down and he just goes, bucket. Like, <laughs> the, the, yeah. to the kid, this was about the bucket. Right. Not candy, not anything. Did, yeah. And I'm like, you, sir. And so I, I, the whole night, I think I got one trick-or-treater who might have appreciated it. And even then, it's kind of like. Eh, whatever. I'll take a full-size Snickers, but I got like 90 fun sizes. Ain't too yeah, big a difference, if you know what I'm saying. Because, <laughs> of course, this uh, this this young child was a New Jersey Teamster. Yeah, I was gonna. I was wondering if uh, this child was a New Jersey Teamster, specifically from like 1958. Hey, what do you? What the fuck's hey, the matter with you? What's going on? What are you talking about? Hey. The, 1998. I was talking to these boys in fucking. 2004 in, you know, you in, know on, how in Levittown. You know how many hours I got to work to afford one full-size candy bar. You, you know, know how many. I'm down at the factory busting my ass. Busting my ass in half. I got hemorrhoids. You know how that is? By the way, I'm yeah. nine. <laughs> I am nine years old. That's right. That's what this job has done to me. I got I got hemorrhoids and I'm nine. And I'm nine. And I uh my anyway. I got two uh, kids. Yeah. You got candy bars yeah. for them? You got candy yeah, bars for my two kids? I need extra. Why you think I work so much? I this uh I've been watching this uh thing I told you about on Netflix called Middle Ditch and Schwartz. And it's this improv thing. And I love when like somebody tries to continue the story, but clearly they hadn't heard the whole um, thing the other person had said or right. hadn't really paid attention to what the other person had really said. They missed it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so or in this case, I think they missed their own thing because Thomas Middleditch is playing this character and he's talking about like, listen, um, that. Oh, no, 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 no. I think. 
I, I think he's telling the guy a story uh, about his wife, and he's like, yeah, um, just so you know, she totally dated short Paul. She, and I he's remember like, this. He dated short, she dated short Paul, and I, I, she's, she's, short Paul's always around. She's never mentioned it. And he goes, well, it was only, it, they were in sixth grade, and he's like, or what well, it was in sixth grade, and, 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 and then they go back to the story, and they're like, what, they do, kiss? Or I, I don't remember if it was a third person or first person. I kind of think it was like, it was sixth grade, and then they like continue going on, and they sort of separate from that sixth grade thing a bit. And they're like, "So what? You guys just like you like dated for a little while? Like, what the most you do? You kiss?" And, he, and he's like, "We made love in sixth grade." Yeah, right, right. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what it reminded me Agree of. Agree to given circumstances here. That's um, what it reminded me so- of with the uh, the Halloween. Uh, yeah, I know improv. Agree to given circumstances. Yes, and. Yes, right. Shit, it was sixth grade. So my, it's funny you mentioned that about you have this King's candy bar. So my friend was just telling me this, and it's so funny. Um, First of all, he, his costume was so sweet. He went on Reddit message boards, and people loved it. He's got a gigantic beard, and he's bald, and he did it all up like Doctor Robotnik from Sonic. Sure. And it was badass. I mean, it was is really really well done. And so anyway, he takes Halloween very seriously and he had bought like, I think he, (laughs) I think he said, I think he said he bought like, uh, six or five or six cases of King size crunch bars. So cases like 48 to a case, like he went to Sam's club or wherever Costco and got, got the biggest cases he could. And then he's, his daughter was passing him out. Now his daughter's younger, like 10 or 11. And they, he, the doorbell rings maybe 10 times. And oh, then man. she calls back and she goes, she goes, Dad, what are we going to do when we run out of candy bars? He's like, there's no way we're running out of candy bars. She's like, well, we're almost gone. Turns out she was handing people handfuls of king-size of crunch size. bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, here you go. And like handing them four at a time, like in the old heist movies when they were handing bars of gold. Why didn't you call me? I'd have headed down. Yeah, exactly. I, fucking, I didn't know about I it either. I fucking love it. I'm doing this nine-year-old the rest of the show. I fucking <laughs> like, love a crunch bar. house. It's a gold mine. You know, wait, wait. I'm going to feed my two children for years. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to go up to that house. You're going to get what's yours. <laughs> this nine-year-old is smoking a cigarette, by the way. You're going to eat Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love these Marlboro Rose. Yeah, yes. Oh, man. No, it's a real Italian cigarette. It's a... Uh, <laughs> it's out. It's, it, this is This is a real candy. Italian camel. Anyway. I hope these kids like it. This is what I'm giving out for Halloween. Here is, you go. Here's what you're going to do. Ah, my emphysema. Here's what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna walk so, up. You're gonna walk up to that door. You're gonna get what's yours. You're gonna come back. We got twelve more costumes in this van right yeah. now. <laughs> and I pray, I pray for the life of those inside. They don't run out of them candy bars. Yeah. I pr- that's my prayer. It's for for their own good. For their we're own. Show them, we're gonna show them who the real king is. We take these candy bars. We're getting them free. Ugh. We get on that internet. You get those internets. We're going to get on the internets. We're going to flip these things. $7 a piece. Easy. <laughs> easy. $7. And, easy. And, and all the, like, it, it doesn't matter what costume they're wearing. It's just every single one still reveals a smoking nine-year-old with a beard. 
Listen. He's got the same scowl on his face. I got Captain, every time. I got Captain Crunch tied up back at the house to sign these goddamn things. <laughs> Dad, it's that's that's not Captain Crunch doesn't have anything to do with a crunch bar. You shut the fuck up. You think these crunches aren't connected? You think come on. You think it's what you think he's Captain Crunch and this is a crunch bar. They don't get together at Thanksgiving. Are you fu- you taking fucking stupid pills? <laughs> you take you take it to oh that that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut in the childhood. <laughs> that was, that was so, if, yeah, deep cut. As in, if you listen to the last episode, you'll know <laughs> what I'm referring to. Well, um, on the flip side of all this, I my house sucked because I'm taking all the you know I take the boys and their friends. And we went trick or treating. It was really fun, actually. We rolled around the neighborhood, and they were freaking out at the at those folks who were like you and had the big candy bars. But uh, I was getting ready to take the kids, and somebody rang my doorbell, and I was like, "Oh no, I didn't get candy," you know. And like they know we're inside, we can't just be like, shh, shh, everybody, shh. Maybe they'll go away. Like we couldn't do that. So what we did instead was. I just looked for whatever candy I had lying around, you know? I mean, not like opened. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like pop, pop a jawbreaker out of my mouth. No, here's, <laughs> here, kids, have a few Tic Tacs. Yeah, here you go. I popped there these. you are. Hey, you want an individual unwrapped Mentos? Yeah, exactly. No, you know, but what I did was we have this gigantic bag of, uh, of, um, um, Tootsie Rolls And the reason we have them is because no one likes them Like who wants a gigantic bag of Tootsie Rolls So my thought was oh great We'll be the Tootsie Roll house And they come in I just grab these handfuls Because if no one likes one Maybe they'll like a thousand That's my thought yeah. And so I just pick it up and just start throwing it in there And I get so overzealous The first like ten kids I'm done With all the Tootsie Rolls So then I decide I'm going to go into the snack drawer and start picking out all of the snacks yeah. that my kids just don't take to school. Hey, you so, guys want a kind bar? Yeah, literally, literally. Like we're talking like we're talking like like Cliff Children's protein bars. And immediately, immediately the next kid comes and 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 my partner's sitting there going, Don't do that. Don't she's like, okay, if our children come home with any Cliff protein bars, yeah. I'm throwing them out. There's no way. That we're going to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 here. And I go to hand like the first kid there's, and it was this little girl dressed in a princess outfit. And she just goes, is that peanut butter? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm allergic to peanuts. And I was like, oh. Oh, my bad. You you have to go to a different house. Go there. away though. Cause I, the only <laughs> thing I, the only backup I made is I got, I got uh cling wrap cling wrapped peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as my backup over here. Yeah. Enter, and I ran out of the, jelly. Enter the bearded nine-year-old. He's like, I got a few cigarettes for hey, you. Hey, uh, uh, you smoke luckies? Hey there, princess. <laughs> you want to have something like Let me tell you what, though. Right now, here's what. Do you uh, do you happen to follow the Reddit, the subreddit r slash trashy? No. Man, it is so sad. Because <laughs> right now, post, so it's kind of what it sounds like. Like, it's a lot of just like sort of trashy things like you'll see a video i'm still in my new york accent everybody hearing this right now you fucking hearing this anyway there's like people humping in their car in public like and i don't mean like somebody like finds a car and it's like oh here's some people trying to be sneaky i'm talking like 
you got people straddling and humping in an in an open Jeep is what I'm looking at right now, like an open Jeep with no doors in traffic is what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> but right now, um, it's all disgusting Halloween costumes. And then the big trend, the big thing from Halloween is all of these kids coming up to doors that have a please take one bowl and the kids just emptying the bowl into their oh, yeah. bags. Of course. That dude, that it's funny. Like I was literally saying that's what we should do. I was like, while we're gone, we should just take a ball, say please take one or whatever. And and just put an empty one out. Do it. Huh? That's that's the life hack since these little fuckers are dicks any. Oh my god. This okay, I gotta tell you about this kid I'm watching right now here in a second. But uh that's the the life hack is all you need you don't have to spend any money on candy. All you need is 50 cents for like one of those, those real, like just a really cheap Halloween bowl uh, or like a, maybe not 50 cents, but go get, go to the dollar store, get you a dollar store one. Um, you got a dollar bowl and then all you need is a Sharpie and a piece of paper and you put it out empty with the words, please take one on it. <laughs> yeah. That's you don't got to put candy in it in the first place. Cause these little fuckers are just gonna steal it. The video that I'm seeing right now, I'm starting to think is staged because it's on a ring camera and it's a person coming up. They empty first a bag of take one candy, then a bowl of take one candy. Then they start kicking in one of the people's pumpkins and then they go, Oh God. Then they go over to the ring door cam. But the thing is, is they turn directly to the ring door cam and immediately know where it is. And they go up and they flip it off. So I'm thinking that they don't actually like the way they do it. I'm talking their head turns and locks directly at it as though they already knew the camera was there. Uh, right. So that one's feeling a little bit staged. But there is still, I mean, it is covered in these. And can we all just appreciate what would happen if this was at that nine-year-old union boy's house? <laughs> I hear you like to take a lot of, uh, take candy excessively. And not leave any for the other little boys and girls and child non-binaries. Because despite the fact that this person has killed people, he is woke. He knows about That's the right. non-binaries. That's right. But he always That's says, right. but he always says binaries. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, he he doesn't say just binary kids. You trying to steal from my beloved non-binaries? Are you <laughs> fucking with me right now? You come to my door. I put out uh, an entire bowl of Werther's Originals. Nothing, no, nothing for the Werther's Originals. <laughs> I put out. knew what if I knew what Werther's Originals were. You know that little gold wrapped candy. It's a little one, and it's it's kind of like a hard caramel almost. I think uh, that old people carry around to give to kids because because they're all in on it as a joke. Uh, <laughs> Google Werther's Originals and take a look at it. Take a okay, look at it, yeah. and I think you'll go, oh, these horrible things that all old people carry all the time, and they give them to kids because I think uh, it's a giant yeah, joke to them yeah, where they're yeah. like, you know what would be funny? I'm still nine years old, but I'm hanging out at the retirement home now. Yeah, right. You know what would be a funny? You know what would be a fucking hoot? <sighs> What if we gave out candy freely? We're a generous bunch all the time. Fuck Halloween all year long. We're giving out candy. But here's the here's the rub. Here's the Vic. Here's the here's the twist. The candy is 
terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine going back to that bowl thing and him being like, uh, so you like to take candy excessively, huh? Hey. Well, well, I like to take fingers excessively. That's... He just pulls out. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have <laughs> to put. Kind of, a, I'm gonna have to put like something. A cigar, in like a cigar. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put something in this bowl for people to take. Oh I God. guess it's gonna have to be your limbs. <laughs> yeah, they'd like. Uh, we'd rather have Werther's originals. I'm not kidding. I just watched the video on the same Reddit. Kid comes up, already a kid who looks a little old to be, um, a little old and a little big to be trick or treating. But what do I know? Maybe he's got a thyroid thing. Anyway, because he's he looks like he's about ready to grow a beard, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, this kid, he goes up and he like looks at the candy and he's thinking about taking the candy. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, he's gesturing his father over because he can't hold the bag open and dump the entire large bowl of candy in. <laughs> so he gestures his dad over. His dad comes over pours the bowl into the bag and then gestures like, let's go to the next one. I am a good father. You ain't as good a father as me. I'm getting the most out of this character tonight. The other day yeah, I was, was going telling- to say, I was about to say we're beating that character to death, but I didn't want to put that image in people's heads. <laughs> this character doesn't get beaten to death. <laughs> this character beats to death. Yeah, that's right. Let me tell you something about this character. I got to tell you, Dom, the other day I was telling you about Middle Ditch and Schwartz, which you had never heard of them as individuals. You had never knew, known that they did improv. I was filling you in and really That's blowing correct. your mind because yes. uh, yes. you definitely didn't live in California and go to their live shows ever. I anyway, did not ever do that. Right. If Dom lived in California at one point, don't you think we would have heard about it? <laughs> I was going to say, I've also never done stand-up comedy, as you know. Never. never yeah, yeah. speak of that. No. No. Why are we even on the topic? Anyway, I got to tell you, I was telling you the other day about it and I was like, Tom, this is like this kind of improv, just the two of us just going off on scenarios, making characters up and stuff. I'm like, I feel like you and I are built for it. Like this has to be an element. And then I was like, but I've never done a day of right. like formal improv, except for maybe in a, a ninth grade class. I, I can recall there being an improv day, but part of me thinks I was invited not to participate. <laughs> And so anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, that's like a, a formal invitation. Yeah. We're at like, it's like the opening of a card and you look at it. We're having an improv day and there's like yeah. sunshine and like exclamation marks. And then you open it. It just says, please don't come. I actually think it was more in the, in the line of like, I, I, I want to say that Mrs. M from the junior high, you remember uh -huh, the theater uh -huh, teacher? Uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. M. I think she, uh, I think she got up and she's like, all right, well, I'm Mormon, so I'm not hungover, but I'm going to treat this class like I'm hungover. Uh, I'm having a bad day, I guess was probably the thing. So I don't have anything planned. So we're going to do some of the improv games that we've learned. But Jimmy, who wasn't called Jimmy back then, but Jimmy, uh, you only started at this school two weeks ago. So I assume you're an idiot uh because you just <laughs> i moved don't here. even think you know how to read so if everybody would like to yeah uh, fucking wyoming i mean it's kind of a crapshoot it's like which ninth graders know better how to read wyoming or louisiana it's not really either of them <laughs> i would say the education system wise 
Uh, I, I seem to recall one of the two, I think it was Louisiana. Our school was ranked like dead last in the nation. Uh, anyway, the, the, or maybe it's just the state schools. Anyway, I think it went something like this where it's like, all right, well, little Jimmy, little stupid, stupid Jimmy, (laughs) you probably don't know these improv games and certainly watching one of the sets of people do it for 15 seconds, you wouldn't catch on immediately what's going on so how about everybody come on stage except for jimmy (laughs) jimmy you don't come on stage you don't even you don't even go to the bathroom jimmy that's how still you better stay in your seat right now anyway uh after school she found me and beat the shit out of me Uh, (laughs) i was like like, the only place this could end is her driving you off of a cliff In her car. Anyway, she took me to the Grand Canyon. I thought we were having a nice time, but right before it went over the cliff, she bailed out. Fucking weird. She just literally drove off, put it in neutral, and rolled. It that, was very disturbing. That is she a teacher. She did not like kids from Louisiana. Do you remember that the weird sensation of seeing a teacher outside of school? Yeah, it's, it's the most horrifying. Well, okay, there's a, there's a, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. It's funny you mentioned Oh, wait, 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 real quick. Before you go on, let me end the other story. The other story was oh, yeah. I wasn't sure I would be any good at that actual kind of improv, even just because I think so. And I'm realizing as I did this nine-year-old New Yorker kid with two boys, I'd be fine at it. All right, go on. You'd be great. You'd be fantastic. But but the thing is, is that um, there is a ratio. It's literally an X and Y axis of the more you see somebody in one place, the weirder it is to see someone in another. So so what I mean is like the more you're used to seeing somebody, for instance, seeing a teacher, it's a perfect example. When you see a teacher at the grocery store, you're like, what? What? Like, I, I thought you slept in the closet yeah. in the classroom yeah. what are you doing yeah you exactly food like it's it's really it's creepy um th- that's a big one another one is like when you see your boss at work but somewhere else that's not work yeah and you're like well what they're into ramstein I, I just imagine they're wearing a ramstein shirt i don't I, know why <laughs> um but, <laughs> but but the 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 biggest one the you biggest know why one, like, I don't know why it's like your it's like your boss at like Sears and yeah. he's like this clean cut guy, you know, like whatever. And he's like a really good boss. And then you see him in public and he's wearing a Ramstein shirt. Yeah. He's got black eye shadow painted. Of on course, with our like boss at face. Sears, our boss at Sears was Mormon and I had to see him at church. Oh, yeah. Right. So my, my point is strange. But but um, the the weirdest one, I swear, like when this happened to me, I would freak out as it, I would. OK, I would freak out so much at this. It's like those videos you see of like soldiers returning home to their dogs. <laughs> I would freak out at this level. And it was it was when my parents, if I'd run into my parents or siblings in public, like at, at, like let's say like a grocery store or something, and I didn't know they were going there. Yeah. So if I left to go to the grocery store and then all of a sudden my parents were there Suddenly. at the same grocery store, I would be like, what? Yeah, that, call- that one's like, I am calling relatives I haven't yeah. spoken to in years. Oh, you going, know what? You'll never believe who I ran into at the grocery store. Let me get the- my own mom. And neither of us knew. Neither of us knew. 
let me get let me get the music on right now because actually I have a sponsor to thank for this episode. First sponsor, everybody. Uh, and this is going to be very exciting. You don't want to skip this part, even though you would think you would. This episode brought to you by asking Dominic a question to set up your own story, and then he goes <laughs> off for twenty minutes instead. Oh, we just want to thank we, that sponsor. We thank you. We thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Story setup. <laughs> take take it by Dom. So the story I was going to tell 20 minutes ago <laughs> was how uh, Mrs. M, when I, I was oh, asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, when, so I was asking if, you know, that's, you know, that <laughs> I'm not actually bad about it. I think it's funny that we both do the same, but I was like, I wanted to talk about specifically Mrs. M and, and I, I had asked I had asked you know that sensation you get when you see somebody in public and Dom's like I have nine stories and the last one's not related to teachers uh <laughs> let me go ahead and throw that off the board here uh Mrs. M was also Mormon she kind of was a jack Mormon though like she was one of the ones that it was like <gasps> she just said what the hell in public, mind explodes, mind absolutely blown. Yeah, you're like, oh my, oh my. She Word. said, hey, yo. Uh, she was the one I would see in public like twice a month somehow. Sometimes it'd be at like a church function, but I think she must have lived in my neighborhood, but it's Wyoming. Like, Dom lived in my neighborhood also <laughs> like everyone yes, lives true. in yes. your neighborhood it's uh uh dom and i would run into each other at the mall or at at the time it was an albertson's is it still an albertson's uh-huh yep oh, okay yeah yeah we'd run at run into each other at albertson's we'd run into each other a anyway i would run into this teacher all the time but here is the here is where it got difficult you know how a lot of kids like their parents? I'm not actually yeah, sure. familiar, but I've heard in theory this yeah. happens. Like between the ages of birth and maybe six. I would keep running into this teacher in different places, church, stores, out in public. And if my parents were around, it became a, co a contest of don't let them talk too long. Because I don't know what this teacher knows that my parents would use against me, but it's something right. for sure. Right. I right. don't want them to talk too long or perhaps even in the reverse, maybe my parent. Anyway, this comes on to a totally unrelated commentary. Like I'm Dominic telling a story in response to an unrelated question. Uh, I'm going to tease you about that for the next five years. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, no, here is, let me explain to you all though. You want to talk about a Wyoming junior high that for some reason still has their ninth grade class in, at the junior high. They're not allowed to go to the high school. Right. Yeah. I, I literally true. started You're ninth. 100% correct. I started ninth grade at a high school in Louisiana, finished that semester. Then we moved to Wyoming and I had to go back to the junior high to finish, to do my second semester. Fucking weird sensation. I didn't hate it, though, because you feel like the big person on campus. You're like, yeah, ha, ha, yeah. I'm better than all of you. And now I just have to do this again next year. So you have that freshman in a new building experience for a year and a half instead. Because <laughs> I'd already done it for one semester, and then I had to do it for two more the next year at the high school. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about the art funding the funding of the arts, the money spent okay. on the art programs 
at a junior high school in Wyoming where, <laughs> oh man, the, this, I, I don't know that where this story ends will be as amusing to everybody else as me, but hit it. The funding of the art programs at a junior high school for the students that are technically in high school but still have to attend the junior high school. Let yep. me tell you a little something about the funding of the arts. In that class, I ended up in a play, and that play was called Larceny and Old Lace. Oh, my gosh. Based Sorry, the, the theater geek in me is already... Annoyed? Okay, yep, go ahead. Because the original play is, should be called Arsenic in Old Lace, because it is a. Yep. It is meant to be a play about murder. Well, the original, yeah, the original play is Larceny and Old Lace, or Arsenic and Old Arsenic Lace. Arsenic and Old Lace. We did Larceny and Old Lace. Yeah, they, they, like, adapted it to make it middle school appropriate. Right. To make it, yeah, yeah, appropriate in Wyoming. Yeah, which, where, by the way, Arsenic and Old Lace is like, the for those that non-theater geeks out there, it's like the closest thing to a melodrama you can get. You go show your grandmother that show, the, un, the, 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 right. the unedited version. Right. But to, even that was too much. To the point that that year... The, for some reason, the Atlas Theater actually put on Arsenic and Old Lace that same year, around the same time. Yeah. And prior to our performing Larceny and Old Lace, we went as a theater class. I was going to say troop, but realistically, it was a class. We went to the Atlas and watched it. We saw Arsenic and Old Lace. I want to point out two things about the funding program. We went and saw Arsenic and Old Lace, and each of us paid for our own ticket. Oh, wow. And we didn't get a bus. We were all told to meet at the Atlas Theater half an hour <laughs> before the show. Okay. Yep. So yep. that's that's number one. Number two, in Larceny and Old Lace, I played somebody. I don't remember who it was. I think that it was like a doctor of some kind. And um, I think my only line was like saying something and then going, she looks exactly like my mother. It's uncanny. And the acting was as poor then as it was just now. Uh, it <laughs> that was, was pretty good, but go ahead. The script described this individual as an old man. And so... Uh, Mrs. M, who I keep always saying the name, goes, well, if you really want to bring the character to life, I would suggest some gray, temporary gray hair dye or spray. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds like the kind of thing a facility with a theater probably has in their makeup room. So I asked, oh, where do I get that? Thinking I was going to be told, you know, it's in the cupboard of wherever. I was instead told there's a party supply store. <laughs> on uh not it wasn't on lincoln it was on uh not yellowstone that one that goes up to the mall that's that's perpendicular to yellowstone anyway uh-huh. i'm told there's a party supply store that sells it i was like oh so the art program is so not funded here you're asking me to go buy my own hair dye for this costume <laughs> yep and yep. yes yes she yep. was now yep. here is the other thing you need to know about Mrs. 
Oh my God! I just said you just said her name. (laughs) It's it's... you've been doing M this whole time, and you just tapped it out. (laughs) All right, what's the what's the timestamp of where we are? We're about thirty one minutes in, so I can go in and censor that. Here's here's the other thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna message that to you. Here's the other thing you need to know about Mrs. M. Uh, Mrs. M had a bit of a temper <laughs> and of course that's the time I forget to censor the part where like up to now I could have just said <laughs> said her name yeah. and no one would up have cared now she was a nice Mormon she usually is who you saw around sometimes 90% of the time but when she lost her temper she got a little screamy little yelly do you remember that about her at all uh-huh okay just making sure that I'm not maybe she just hated me I don't know anyway uh the the hairspray, which I purchased, came with a gray wig. No, 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 sorry, a gray beard. I got hairspray, and it just, it was, you know, that, that normal party store special, buy some hairspray, get a free beard. Uh, it's yeah, very, right, right. very common promotion. I get I get this beard and I bring it with me too and I'm like, hey, what if you had a beard? Because the hair dye I got came with a beard. And she said, nah, I don't do a beard. And I was like, uh, or she was like, I don't, th-. she did give like a defined no, but it was like a beard, probably not. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Anyway, and I just thought, well, I want to. So what I did was this day of a rehearsal where it didn't matter at all, at all. Did not matter at all. Right. And I had already lied to a bunch of people and told them that I needed to do a beard before I had even asked. Did not matter at all. It's a rehearsal. I thought, well, I'll just put on the beard and maybe she'll change her mind. She did not. (laughs) She. (laughs) I do the beard. I do my scene. It's over. I didn't hear anything in the scene. She didn't interrupt the scene. So I'm like, hey, maybe we're on team beard. Show ends. My part's toward the end of the show. Show ends. We all come out. She starts to give notes. By starts to give notes, she goes, Jimmy, I cannot believe you would put that beard on after I told you I didn't want it. And just starts screaming at me. Oh, my god! So mad that I put, again, my name wasn't actually Jimmy back then. You know what's funny is in that class, I, I didn't even go by my legal name. That They called me Plato. But anyway... Uh, as in the well, now I want to know that story. As in the clay-like product, not the philosopher. Got um, it. Got it. Yeah, and the story. The, so the entire story behind that is, I told them that had been my nickname in Louisiana, which it had, uh, because I had pick. I, I I would pick hair out from near my crown because I would get these really thick ones, like super thick, like fishing line almost thick. Uh, I pick them out, and then one day my dad gave me a haircut, and I had a bald spot, and a kid touched it, and she was like, oh, my God, it feels like Play-Doh, and then Play-Doh caught on, and that's who I was. Anyway, so she's screaming, Play-Doh, I cannot believe that you would come, kind of takes away from the, almost like, is this a joke? Because this is now starting to sound a bit like a Bill Burr bit. Uh, Anyway, so the point of this story is, Fund the arts because <laughs> because yeah. if here's here's actually my thing. If she's allowed to scream at me for this, I should be able to scream back. You made me buy my own hair dye. This beard is the only joy I have in life. 
Well, <laughs> so, so it's funny you mentioned that. So I have to say, she is actually still to this day a very big supporter of me. She she comes to every show I do. Still, I, but I th- okay, I do really like her. Right? Yeah, she was great. She was great. I have to tell this. She actually loves this story. I've told this story live when she's come in. I actually almost got her fired once. Oh my god! Why didn't you do that to that guy that whose birthday? We also okay. We're gonna talk about this. Then we're gonna talk about the teacher whose birthday party you went oh. to recently because i hate yeah. that man and wish he would like that guy deserved to get fired well the thing is is with mayfield i and and so i was the lead i was leading this play my ninth grade year and i had to do this monologue and i always thought the monologue was so long and dry and boring and it was all about feelings i was playing it to give you an idea i was playing a teacher and the teacher was like, the, the, this is, this is high end drama here in ninth grade. I think the plot of the play from what I remember is, uh, as a young man, I had lost a tongue twisting tournament and it was so traumatizing that even though I'm now an English teacher, I cannot say a tongue twister. I'm, I'm too traumatized. And my, my students want to do tongue twisting. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I will not let them literally, this was this play I did. And anyway, uh, I had to do this monologue about my feelings and how I just, I get these, I get this urge inside to express myself and I can't do it. And I had done it a thousand times. We're in practice. Well, anyway, I was really bored and they had this like Woody doll and it was the Woody doll, like, uh, uh, that was still tied to the rocket. If you remember the scene from toy story. Yeah. And so what I had did, done was I had unzipped my pants <laughs> and I had poked the rocket and the Woody doll through my pants. And I was, <laughs> so I, I started doing the monologue. Like, you know, I get these indescribable feelings and I just, I just need to let them out. And I was, and you know, everyone was, laughing and stuff. And it was lighthearted. Well, there was an English teacher that was right next to the theater department who was a very anal dude. And and by that, I mean, he was literally coming into class to complain that the urinal cakes, which is a disgusting word, urinal cakes were crooked and he was worried someone had been playing with them. So he had come into class to complain about that. And as he walked in, sees me on the stage with a giant rocket and Woody doll coming out of my crotch. And by this point, I'm like using Woody's hands to rub the rocket up and down. It was, it, I believe, the height of my uh, performance in comedy as at 13 years old or whatever age you are. <laughs> And so I'm doing this and I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just going like, like, you know, like, will I ever be able to express myself? (laughs) And I'm like moving the arms up and down. Anyway, uh, he sees this and is horrified. And, and Miss M is laughing hysterically and then turns over and sees him. And he, he marches out of the room and tells the principal. And I had to like, go explain to the principal why I was doing that with (laughs) Miss M next to me. And then she had to explain why she was letting me do that. And, uh, it was, it was so weird. Did she not want to limit your artistic expression? <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, she was just like immediately, she was, she was just so 
like, you know, I'm very sorry. I shouldn't have allowed him to do that. Um, I knew it was a joke and, and people were laughing. Uh, it wasn't appropriate in a school setting. I'm really sorry. And they're looking and at me going was like. Was the kid who complained a Mormon? Because it sure sounds the, like it. It wasn't a kid. It was a teacher. Oh, right, 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 right. It was, it was like an adult teacher who who yeah, yeah. was coming to complain about something trivial and then saw that but i got her in legitimate trouble um and and yeah ever since then we've we've had this like tight bond of like of like hey we've like we've been on the inside together you know, i think you it. need to so, remake this a visual joke for her to see on stage as an adult <laughs> i kind of think you owe her well, that oh well, i know well the, the the funniest part was was that like like, I just remember that because we had to, for whatever reason, we had to speak to the assistant principal, not the full on. principal. Dude, I was explaining principal. this to somebody last night, how when we went to at our schools, there was a separate principal from the main principal who yeah. was the principal of each grade. There was a 12th yep, grade, or yep, 11th grade, yep. a 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to go to the assistant principal and talk to him about it and. And my thing was, I just remember him being really creepy about how he was asking about what happened. Like he was, he was being so creepy. He was one of those guys who, you know, he, he had a, he had a, a tie and like a button up shirt and he was kind of like, it's like he was kind of crawling out of his tie anyway, all of the time. That was just kind of the, the vibe he gave off. And he, I just remember him going like, you know, he was, I was like, he was like, so what were you doing? I was like, oh, I, I was, I was moving the Woody doll inappropriately. And, and he's like, tell, tell me what you were doing slowly. He, yeah. For some fuck? reason he had a microphone and he leaned into it and then yeah. he whispered. <laughs> yeah. He pulled a microphone from underneath his desk. And then he was like, tell me slower. I was like, what is wrong with you? And like I, I, I legitimately remember me going like, well, I was, I was moving the Woody doll's hands up and down on this rocket and it was coming out of my pants. And he goes, and what is that? What is that symbolic of? Like, what is that simulating? Like, I think you just Buddy, what are you not getting at home? This. Can I just yeah, tell exactly. you about, sir, while we're here, allow me to tell you about internet <laughs> porn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, what, like, what is, and I think uh, this is at least what I tell myself to avoid some kind of trauma is I tell myself that he wanted me to say it so I could then be shamed as my punishment. Yep. But it really came off like he just wanted me to say masturbation. And the fact that he was pinching his nipples when he did didn't help. So I'm, I am sorry if uh, I, that's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I, 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 I literally paused for you. To, okay, let me explain. Let that. Awful me, image that I fabricated sink in. And you explain. went, well, I okay. <laughs> just moved on. I have to explain. I right now am on that subreddit and I am literally reporting a post because while I agree with the op that they are basically this op is like found pictures of my friend's ex-wife's nudes or my boyfriend has an ex-wife she's still sending him nudes and she's like basically complaining about it. But then she posts the nudes, which is revenge porn. So I'm literally reporting a post because I'm like, fuck wow. this. That is not cool. And then I even commented, I was like, op, because this is r slash trashy. And so I'm like, 
op is trashy for posting revenge porn, you piece of shit. Right. So I was distracted by trying to get some justice for a cheating piece of shit <laughs> where it's like everybody sucks in this situation. You're not better. All of you are terrible. Uh, anyway, so that's what I was doing when I stopped listening. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Unlike yeah. you who stops listening because like anything happens. Dom has uh, this specific sorry. voice. That he does where we'll be on the phone and I'll say something and then I'll be like, you know what I mean? And you'll, you'll get a long pause and you go, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, so. Sorry. That's called living with adult ADHD. Oh, now we're getting into that. I have autism. Yeah, we yeah. want to fight. Autism is. Wor- no, I'm kidding. No, we're not fighting. We're not fighting. I'm just saying can, that is what Can you is. imagine if we actually made me- that the podcast? Which is worse, autism <laughs> or ADHD? <laughs> Be prepared for the most annoying debate. No, um, Dom, as people have seen it happen in the last episode, Dom will not. Dom will be two lines away from finishing a story and he'll do the Joe Biden thing if he'll just go anyway and then just trail off. And then I'll be like, Dom, no, that's you're at the end no. of the story. You're like, oh, sorry. I uh, just saw a blue so, jay. Just to just to clarify, it was here's so what blue. happens when that happens. And I'm serious. You will say something and you will say something that somehow triggers my imagination. And then I will go off like I mean, and not go off like freak out. I mean, go off into a different like realm universe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll start thinking about it and I will be so lost in that thought that whatever you say is blocked out. It's to the point. It's to the point where people in my family have to tell me really, really serious news more than once to where they'll be like, like my dad was like, hey, dumb. Uh, your aunt just got out of surgery, you know, they removed her breast cancer. And I was like, she's got breast cancer. And he's like, Dominic, I told you this to your face last week. Dominic, you, you gave looked- a Ted talk on yeah, what it's like to have literally. an aunt with breast cancer. Literally. He looks me in the eyes and goes, you, I told you this last week. And your response was, oh my gosh. This is the first I'm telling you about. Th- this is the first I'm hearing about this. And it was the second time you were hearing about it then. <laughs> and he's like, now, now here you are. So here's a the week beautiful later, thing. Hearing it for the first time, a third time. The moral, basically what Dom is just trying to say here is, guys, I understand it looks bad. But what you have to understand is I'm a bad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not the case. What happened is the first time my dad told me, he probably said something like, hey, I'm making my, you know, special spaghetti tonight. Okay, that sounded weird. I don't know why that sounds so weird. Special I'm making spaghetti. my spaghetti tonight. And my I was like, spagoot. <laughs> I'm making the spagoot tonight. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, that's going to be so good. I remember when I was 12 and you made it and it was the best. And my friends didn't believe me. And I'm and them over my the memory house. of the spaghetti is so good that I don't care if anybody has breast cancer. <laughs> yeah, like it was that's literally I go off and I will I will be staring at you, agreeing with you. And in my head, I am having a full on conversation with myself and not listening or hearing anything being said. And, and I realized this was a problem in my relationship because like I'm having this fight 
with my partner and she's going like, I've told you this and it was very important and you didn't even remember and all this. And, and, and I had to tell myself, okay, I would fight back right now if she wasn't like the sixth person right. this month the only to problem tell being me that, the same thing. The only problem being that once you admit once that they're right, now they can just say it forever. Whether, right. yes, whether yes. you're right or not, so they're like, huh, I want to go out for Chinese tonight instead. And, and you're coming in like, I'm thinking pizza tonight. Dominic, you promised that we would get Chinese food tonight. I, you sat there and you looked me in the face and said, "I wish," and said, "My wish, love, listen to I me." I wish it was that innocent, Jimmy. Like it's literally important stuff. Like to where I'm like, "Hey, let's go out on a date tonight," and she'll be like, "Where? Who's taking the kids?" And I'm like, "Let's just call my parents." She's like, "Dominic, your parents are in Idaho." I'm yeah. like, "When did my parents leave for Idaho?" They were like, "She's like, we were at your parents last week. They said we are not going to be here at all." We're going to Idaho. And you stood there the whole time, nodding your head, going, okay, okay, okay. And now yeah. they're not here. And I'm just, I do not recall this. It's literally like having, uh, you know, uh, like Alzheimer's or something. Like I, I constantly have to be reminded about things that apparently I attended that I do not. It, it's like chunks of my life missing. It's very, very eerie. But it, it's all like... I, I started, uh, like, you know, I got diagnosed with adult ADHD and started researching it. And so many things that I thought were character flaws are actually symptoms of this, which is, it's good to know. There's something empowering about that. If anything, it's just a massive excuse for some really poor behavior. What <laughs> I want to, I, I get it. Now let's switch to a more serious topic. How was, uh, how was your dad's funeral? <laughs> I swear to God, if you're like, if, if I hear like, dumb, I told you he passed Dom, away what you last week. Are you? I'd be like, dumb. You are. We've. You said to me. You looked me in the eye and said, "I gotta give his eulogy." Dom. Yeah, literally. I was gonna say you gave. You gave the eulogy. Oh you promised gosh. to give the eulogy, and did you not go? You know. This is on a slightly more lighthearted topic. It'd be very, it'd be, about theater earlier. The punchline I wanted you to give is like, oh, crap. I just realized I'm at his funeral right yeah, now. I'm at his funeral right oh, now. Man, I called in. I knew I was supposed to be doing something here. It's open casket, and I gave him a high five. Oh, oh, this oh is, this mud is, on. Ah, we're going way. This is going to an actual true story. See, so there are times that I forget like things, but then there are also times I just procrastinate things or don't, or don't, um, you know, just I, I, I don't tell important information to people for long amounts of time because I forget or put it off, and and. I remember the worst was actually for theater when we were in high school. My mother, and this is just about as stereotypical as you can get. My mother makes unbelievable lasagna. Like my mother makes the best lasagna to where people talk about. She'll only make it like once a year and it's an event when she does. Hey mom, we got lasagna or what? Yeah, let's go. No, here's the thing though, is that I was talking in theater class in high school about how great my mother's lasagna was. And my, and our teacher, Miss P, goes, hey, uh, you know, we could do a fundraiser and your mom could make lasagna and people could, you know, buy it for the fundraiser and all this. I'm like, that's a great idea. She's like, yeah, that could that could, 
you know, like fund our theater trip this year. And I was like, that's a great idea. And then I just, I just didn't tell my mom until the day before that they were going to have this fundraiser. And I mean, I remember going up to her and it was literally like, oh yeah. Hey mom. Uh, I, uh, I volunteered you to make some lasagna for school tomorrow. And she goes, I, I don't have time to make lasagna for your school. I was like, well, it's actually a fundraiser and people have already bought tickets <laughs> to eat. <laughs> this is a true story. I'm not fabricating at all. There was like, yeah, I think they've sold like over a hundred tickets. People have bought money to come eat your lasagna. And she freaked out. She's like, are you kidding me? And all I remember is her just, just in a rush coming home with like bulk ricotta cheese and like massive. And she's like, I don't have enough kitchen space. She's calling my aunts. Like, can you please boil noodles? Like, like she, I mean, it was chaos and I didn't help at all. I was like, well, this is taken care of. I'm going to go play video games. <laughs> and I just like left. Oh my God. Like now that I'm a parent, I, I would murder my child. I'd be like, well, no, not this is no one's going to do anything anymore because oh, I'm hey, blowing Dad. up the house. Oh, I'm going to go to bed. But anyway, in the morning, Oh, we've got this fundraiser and, uh, Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm just really tired. Ready to go to bed. Uh, dad in the morning. Um, I told them you would do a two hour stand up set at, at 9am. <laughs> yeah. In the auditorium. It's, it's for ESL speakers only. So yeah, <laughs> I told him, you know, Spanish. I don't know if you do. All right. It's, Good night. Uh, if you just want to figure that I, uh, I opened oh up, God. I opened up translate.google.com for you though. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'm just so doing, tired. Just doing desperate jokes <laughs> via Google, like Google Translate on your phone. <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. This comedian says hola an awful lot. I did, I did that. I, that's another stupid thing I did in high school one time. I was talking to a girl. This was back in the days of AOL Instant Messenger. And she's like, you're Italian, huh? I went, yeah. She goes, I lived in Italy. Do you speak Italian? And I was like, sure. Like, I don't at all. And so she messaged me in Italian, just saying like, oh, I'm so... And I, I copied it, pasted it, put it into Google Translate. And it translated to something like, you know... Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm so excited to have somebody that I get to speak Italian with. Oh my God. And, I did this exact same. What and, language and did I lie about knowing? I, I just typed in my response into Google translate, translated to Italian and, and sent it off. I didn't know that it, it's a direct translation. It made no sense at all. Like it was very clear. That's what I'd done. And I sent it off and, uh, and, and she never spoke to me again. Yeah, you insulted her mother. <laughs> All I know is, Dom, I'm sitting here going like, God, I want to play these improv games so bad. I want to have an audience and just be like, Oh, let's go. We what can is, do improv games right now. Well, but we don't have the audience to do it. Like, I wanted I wanted to do that exact same thing I was doing where I was like, Oh, hey, Dad. It's, uh, anyway, it's like, oh, God, I'm tired. Uh, so you can do your stand-up set tomorrow morning, right? Uh, I'm so tired. All right. Uh, and I just wanted to like have an audience of like, all right, what is, uh, what is uh, the situation? I'm a kid 
and I'm about to tell my dad I volunteered him to do what in the morning, <laughs> and we and just like play out that scene. Do you know what I mean? That just sounds like it'd be. Uh... I hear you. Here's an even more fun one. Here, let's do this real quick. Just right. you're fun. It's our first improv game. Let's do it. So here's what you got to do. You so that's that's a scenario. This game is just called New Choice. Okay. So here's right. what happened. The, the point of it is to just is to speak without thinking whatever the first thing that comes to your mind so i want you to say that exact same thing i want you to get up and go oh dad i volunteered you for a stand-up thing and then i'm gonna say new choice and you have to change stand-up to the first thing that comes to your head and i'm just gonna and specifically <laughs> stand-up that i have to no so 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 you, you get to just say whatever you get to say like the example is oh dad i i just you know well, uh, I, my I question is, do I do show. I have to stay with the same sort of idea, like same sort of yeah, character? So I'm going to say new choice. Okay. So, so here's an example is if I walked into a room and I went, hey, mom, I, I got you some cookies from the store. New choice. Hey, mom, I got you a free tattoo. New choice. Hey, mom, I got you a gun. You know, <laughs> you, you, you just have to like. Okay, I got just, you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? All right. So you're I'm oh, ten years old and you're son. Ten years old and you volunteered me for something. So yeah. just start off. Oh God, these yawns are very authentic because I'm actually extremely tired. Hey dad, um I know it's late, but I forgot to tell you, I just looked in my planner because I'm the only ten year old who checks his school planner at night before bed. We all are issued these planners. But I actually checked it like nobody else does ever. I, I actually kind of want to yeah, go off just about like this. I taught you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Dad, I appreciate yeah. you instilling that in me, considering the of fact course. that you lost your planner within a week every year. But anyway, uh, I'm going to bed here, but uh, we've got this fundraiser in the morning, and I said you would come, that you would do a two-hour stand-up act, and you would find an ASL translator. New choice. I volunteered you and said you would do a uh, Chippendale routine. New choice. I uh, I volunteered you to teach the kids how to make your mom's lasagna in only t- <laughs> in only twenty minutes. <laughs> I wasn't even done with that choice, Tom. I uh, oh, I volunteered oh uh, you for a meth cooking seminar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now 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 we'll keep doing the scene, but you and whenever you want, you get a yell new choice. Okay. Oh, oh gosh, I, that that's probably for that uh that preventative meth thing. No, nah, it's really just to. honestly, it's just to teach kids how to make meth. Now it's Cheyenne, so oh. like most of them already know how, yeah. but they totally love, they love your mom's recipe, man. Totally practical skill. I mean, my mom was the inspiration for the movie Breaking Bad. New choice. Show. My mom was the meth cartel leader of the Midwest. New choice. So my mother was El Chapo. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, that's the game. And you. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that clip and send it to your mom. <laughs> Oh, my so, mother so was El Chapo. How do you put a hit out on yourself in five seconds or less featuring Dominic Syracuse? <laughs> so, so, so you just Hello, do that. That's boy. the improv game. Uh, it's so fun. You're, you're going to go home tomorrow and there's going to be a man sitting in your in your living room. And he's just going to go, 
I hear you're my son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I want you to know I love lasagna. I fucking... If, if this meth recipe does not destroy my balls, we're going to have a problem. No choice. <laughs> if this meth recipe does not make my nipples so hard. New oh, choice. my God. A podcast called New Choice is what we oh. should have done. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. No, I don't even mean title. I mean, this should be the show. <laughs> <laughs> just playing New Choice every day. Where we just where we just keep talking and then it's so we just start talking normally and then you have to say new choice and then we just have to, to go change. With it. Oh my god, what a fun game that would be. Because we For always a tell podcast. stories anyway. Yeah, and you're just like, here's a true story, new choice. Here's a lie. <laughs> here's a bold faced lie. <laughs> Go on. If this meth recipe does not invoke the second coming of Jesus Christ, we're going to have a real problem, my boy. Man, that that sounds like some good meth. It, it, it's got to be as good as the meth that clearly I had that changed my accent three times so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, All right. I, I want to do this. <laughs> Let's just get on a stage tonight. I don't care. Yeah, let's Fuck. go. New, new choice is so much fun. It's, oh, I thought it's you were gonna tell me new choice no, for the phrase. Choice. Let's just get on a, get stage, on a stage. New choice. Let's just get on a hooker tonight. <laughs> new choice. Let's just get on. Well, I feel like now I'm gonna keep defaulting to meth. Yeah. <laughs> God, I am a Wyoming boy. You are. Let's it's coming out. Let's just get on a SpaceX rocket tonight. Mmm, that sounds that sounds tight. New choice? Like, <laughs> oh, that sounds bitchin'. Bad choice. <laughs> bad, bad choice. That's the new game. Bad choice. That was oh, too much fun. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm gonna be laughing at well, my mother was El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, improv's fun, man. That's a really fun one. Um, <laughs> or, or you're gonna come home and El Chapo's gonna be sitting in the chair, and you're like, "Oh my god, I called El Chapo a woman on on a on a nationally televised <laughs> podcast," and he's gonna go, "I feel seen for the first time in my life." <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the exciting thing. Hashtag like, cool. El Chapo is trans, maybe? Question yeah, mark. Yeah. El El Chapo. Yeah, and that's what that's what you know. The trans possibilities of El Chapo is the trans potential of El Chapo is what this uh, should be called. No, there's no. Anyway, chance. come see our new grand band, the the trans possibilities <laughs> of El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll, we'll start off we'll st at our first song. Uh, Scooby Scooby Doo was a good dog, but Shaggy was a babe. Uh, uh, new choice. And our <laughs> I don't. And our first song, the magical emporium of Johnny Depp's domestic abuse allegations. <laughs> new choice. Clitoris. <laughs> Our first 
Paris. Where the fuck is it? I like, I like how you just like whimpered it out. Oh, I so badly want to play this game. I won't laugh on stage, probably. No, you will. That's the fun part of it. I'm going to get letters about, that was not a funny Johnny Depp joke, Jimmy. I know, I know. Or, or, oh, man. Again, I just want to point well, out, it's a why, grunge band. Yeah, and also, that's why That's why I was kind of a, <sighs> like, you know, that's why it gets scary when when people pull up stuff from like the past or whatever with, with, you know, things that you have said in the past, especially if someone's doing an improv show. Cause it's like the whole point oh, of yeah. it is for you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And at the time you might be thinking something like, man, Johnny Depp was really messed up. Those charges are terrible. And that whole case is terrible. And then the first thing you say is Johnny Depp's abuse allegations. Like Which that, for me, for me, it was, up. for me, it was like, uh, what are the two things I like, like, Johnny Depp popped into my head, and from there, that that movie where he replaced Heath, Heath Ledger popped up. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I was wondering where you got Imaginarium from. I, I Well, my brain came out as Magical Emporium, because I didn't remember Imaginarium. So, and then I was like, okay, the Magical Emporium, what else do I know about Johnny Depp? Of Johnny Depp's domestic abuse allegations. And it's like, oh, fuck, I already said it. But I don't regret it. It's a grunge band. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway, sorry, we were going on. my So, uh, clitoris. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think that's brilliant. I think that we're, I think that we're onto something. It's going to be a beautiful band, beautiful music, beautiful time. That's right. It was you the play, best. You play... You play uh, uh, piano, and I will. I will play the electric kazoo. I actually play the piano, but I don't know that you play the electric kazoo. Is that a real thing? No, um, oh. it's not. Uh, Dom was... is a wonderful guitarist. New choice. Oh, thank you. Dom is a bad <laughs> friend. <laughs> you can't new choice yourself. <laughs> Like what if what if you new choice things that like should to where like like your partner's like hey I think it's time we break up new choice <laughs> what I love or, like, this or, game like, you, on the flip side you go to propose like I'd like to marry you new choice <laughs> what I'd like to fuck you yeah new choice new choice I'd like to get <laughs> matching kayaks she's like. Right. Me too. Yeah, you just that's keep great. going until you get the one that you want to. That would be so. What do you mean you can't new choice yourself? That, that would be so great. You're like in a business deal. And they're like, uh, you know what? We can't meet your needs, but we can go about a thousand dollars under new choice. New choice. Uh, we can't meet your needs, but we can go five hundred dollars at new choice. We can We're meet your needs. You a million. <laughs> move on. We actually can meet your needs. Yeah. <laughs> and new choice. Movie. New choice. We can exceed your needs. <clears throat> my mother was El Chapo. <laughs> yeah, my mom. <laughs> That's the best. That's my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I, I, wanted, I was trying to think of a way to say it where it's like, man, Tom, that was so funny, which I was like surprised coming from you. <laughs> and ouch. <laughs> Are you a stand-up comedian? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god. 
I all right. So I'll work on my not laughing so hard because the problem I I do genuinely have is laughing yeah. at my own jokes because I feel yeah. like the. One thing that people always tell me about my sense of humor is that they're impressed at the quickness of my wittiness, like how right. quickly. And part of me right. thinks that part of my the part of my brain that quickly comes up with a ritty, witty remark or joke or punchline is coming up almost in a place. I will come up with a punchline and say it, then hear it and laugh to it because it, it, it's it's like listening to a different comedian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and the thing is, it's, it's tough. I used to laugh all of the time when I would do improv because somebody would say something that was just so funny. So and the fact that you have to just go with it. There were times I was like, oh, my gosh, I just have to go with this. And it's so fun. Like, I remember, you know, somebody gave us a scene where they were like, you're two pirates on a ship. And and so me and the, you know, it was like the captain and he's he's kind of ordering me to clean stuff, you know? And, and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go do it. And he goes, he goes, Hey, uh, I got to talk to you. And he sits down and he goes, I just, uh, I, I just know that the, the other, the other pirates are just obsessed about how foul your mouth is all the time. <laughs> and so then that was like, it's like a gift as an improviser. Cause like, okay. So then I just had to start making up, you know, I just started to make up swear words and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he goes, he goes but the problem everyone has, because I was like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, wait, you know, what's their fucking problem? I don't, I don't understand. He goes, well, their, their real problem is that all of your swears just, just make absolutely no sense. So I had to, you know, I'm sitting there now I have to go along with that. So the whole scene's me going along, just saying random, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, monkey fungus. <laughs> I was like, exactly. What is monkey fungus? You know, it was, it was so much fun. But the, the one that I died, it was, it was so much fun. It was, we were, we had to, we had to play characters we'd never played before. And the, and the, the audience got to choose. And they said that one role they never saw me play was like a a staunch conservative and then the role they'd never seen my partner play who was it just the most hilarious man on earth they said they'd never seen him play like a strict like lawyer guy so we're we're uh so i'm a, i'm an ultra conservative and he's a he's a a business lawyer guy and and i go to we're playing golf and and i you know we're teeing up and i say i said uh let me show you something i'm even better at than hating minorities <laughs> and I hit the ball and he walks up and he just goes, he just goes, uh, he goes, Oh man, you knocked that one out of the park. You know, it would help is if they built a wall. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? And like, <laughs> we just go off that. And so now in improv, you want to play the game. And then after a while you want to do a flip. And so we're playing that game. We're just saying, you know, super, uh, you know, uh, stereotypical things for those people. And then, and you know, he looks right at me and he goes, Hey, can I, uh, can I, can I tell you something about me? And I was like, sure. And he's like, I, I will never forget this sentence. It was the funniest sense I ever heard in my life. He looked right at me and he goes, I am as gay as a French horn. <laughs> and then he hits, And then he hits the ball. And I was just, and the thing is you have to yes. And it, and I was like, R really? And he was like, he was like, Yep. And then he, he, he like hits the ball again. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's so odd because I am as well. And then it became us flirting with each other, like as two men, <laughs> but we were using like 
typical like Republican business slur. You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I've, I've, I've had it. I've had, I've, I've had feelings for you for the longest time. It's to the point where when I see you, my dick rises more than my stock price. <laughs> Stupid shit. But I could not keep a straight face because it was just so. We were having so much fun in that scene. And anyway, Dude, I, it was like. Guess what I just uh, found though. What? I type. I googled improv generator. Okay. What do you say we end on an, a generated improv scene? Let's go. The scenario. First day in a new job. Are we doing new choice or are we just doing the scene? Just a scenario, just a scene. Okay. I think we should end it with new choice. I say we do the scene and whenever you feel with a like new choice, it, yeah. Whenever I say something and uh, and do it especially with stuff that might sound mundane. Sure. So first day in a new job, the emotion and characteristics are depressed. Mm. The environment, a battleship. Do you need a note? Do you need to write down any of these? No, I got it. Do you want to battleship? Battleship. We're depressed. First day in a new job, depressed. The theater style is a cooking program. What? And at some point during the scene, someone has to use the line, "Don't do that. It's upside down." Nice. Okay, so here's here's how this is gonna work. This is like improv one on one. The second we find, we naturally find, "Don't do this. It's upside down." That's the end. Got it. So you, you gotta hit you hit the music at that point. Um, so if this is a cooking show, I, I think I already are, know how to start it, but yeah. Okay, no, you start it. So so just to recap, this is a cooking show on a ship. Battleship, yeah. On a battleship. It is our first day at work and we're depressed. Yeah. Perfect. Ready? Ready. <clears throat> Welcome back to Nautical Cooking. It is that cooking show that only airs on this battleship. We do not have approval to do it, and we don't even have a camera. We're going to show you how to make some nice, nice snacks out here in the middle of goddamn nowhere, because what the fuck else do we do on a boat like this? Yeah. Welcome yeah, to my because- co-host. This is Turds McFerguson. Hi. Yeah. That's that. They, they call me, they call me turds. What a name. Now, is that your yeah. real name? Nah, nah. They, uh, I got the nickname right away. Um, pretty much because my, my attitude's so shitty. Well, this is a military vessel, so we will be, uh, we will be respectful. Uh, so welcome private turds. Uh, yes. <clears throat> well, let let me ask you, what do you like to eat while we're while we're out here at sea? Oh, I mean, I mean, what else? What else is there to eat? You just eat, eat a bunch of fish, you know. New choice. You just eat just octopus day and night. New choice. You just I I've eaten a whole submarine since I've been here. Uh, is that a submarine like a like a sandwich? <clears throat> no, uh, scraps. Of a submarine. We are, we are gross. We have so little supplies here uh, on this ship. In fact, I, I, it's really kind of messed up that you're doing a cooking show because we, we don't have any food. Yeah. So for those just joining us, it's true. We are lost at sea. Uh, we have not had any interaction with the mainland. Some people are saying there's a zombie virus happening out there. What do you think about that? Some people are saying that. Metallica got back together and everyone's at their concert. New choice. Some people are saying that 
Elon Musk killed everybody with robot cars. That's right. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, that's why that's why there's there's no food. That's why we're out here at sea. But why would we be lost at scraps. sea? Wait, could you explain why we're lost at sea? Because Elon because Musk of... goes to space, not the ocean. Everybody knows that. Right. But why would we not be able to navigate still? This is the, the thing that I'm not understanding that Listen, I would love your I, thorough technical I, explanation of. I I'm a private. I am not. Yes. A private captain. Turds. So I, I don't know the specifics of it. All I know is they said to avoid Elon Musk's apocalypse, we, we have to, we have to go to sea. All right. We're going to take a break for just a moment and get a word from our sponsor. Uh, don't, don't go anywhere. Cause you can't cause we're on a ship. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, today's episode is brought to you by empty bag of Skittles. Kill your roommate for his Skittles and find out that the bag is empty. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Smell of Fucking Fish. You're not going to get away from the smell of fucking fish. Sometimes when you're horny, it'll be kind of nice, but most of the time it'll be horrible. Also brought to you by Dead Roommates. (laughs) New choice. Also brought to you by Alive Roommates. For now. (laughs) New choice. Also brought to you by socks. We've been out at sea for a little while and all our socks are crusty. Can't do anything about it. All right, we are back. Uh, and we have a new guest with us today because I saw Skittles bag and private's turds uh, tote and he's gone. But I did bring the person that I forced to pretend to be my girlfriend uh john choice the person that i forced to be pretend to be my mother uh john chapo (laughs) the person that i forced to pretend to like me this is this is john johnson Hi. hi john hey Super happy to be down here. I heard there's food. Oh, that is not true. But what? we're going to try to figure something out. Now, let me ask you, uh, what's in your backpack? Oh, uh, just my, uh, just my, uh, you know, naval issued rifle. New choice. Just a human baby. Okay, great, <laughs> great. Now, is that baby alive or dead? Oh, no, definitely alive. I just, I New found New choice. It. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, actually a, a, a toy baby that I, that I just carry around to make me feel a little more like feminine. Well, did you know that a toy baby can be a great base for a bolognese? Uh, oh, why uh, don't you go ahead and explain to our audience at home? What is a bolognese? I have no idea. I think a, a bolognese is, is like when you're really good at bowling. You know, like now, if you're bad at bowling, you're you're bowling F's. If you're medium, you're bowling C's. And then if you're really good, you're bowling A's. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Now, are you related to private turds? Because I can't help but notice that you have the exact same voice. No, as no one on this ship has eaten in days. And so uh, we all, our, all of our throats are collapsing. Well, I have great news for everybody. Private turds, uh looks delicious so 
That's new choice. Well, I have great news for everybody. Private turds looks like Lindsay Lohan. New choice. Well, I have great news for each everybody. Private turds looks like nothing. Just nothing. Just, just nothing. Just are, a big bowl of nothing. And I think that the question that's on our audience's mind is, are we willing to go there? Is this going to turn into a cannibalistic cooking show? And I think we can do better and should not do that at all. Uh, <laughs> so what we do have are some bunk scraps, uh, some things that look like potatoes, but I've told came out of a person. We have, uh, what else do you think we could, we could maybe accent this dish with? Maybe, maybe give it a little bit of a, a fiery kick. I don't know. How about this mop? New choice. Uh, how about the kitchen sink itself? New choice. How about, uh, the, how, I'll jump in there. <laughs> Desperately new choice. <laughs> can cut off some of my hair. Now, in this post-apocalyptic time, I have to ask you, first of all, do you remember what your name is? Because I sure don't. Uh, it's John Johnson. Private Johnson, <laughs> whose name I forgot, despite the obvious pun I was setting myself yeah. up for. Uh, Private Johnson, were you able to get the new iPhone? Uh, uh, yes. And and how was it? Uh, it's good. Do you want to put that in the pot and cook it? Well, it is called an apple. Yeah. Here, take it. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Don't don't put it in like that. It's upside down. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. I don't know what just happened. Every, we could do better. Everybody's gone. We'll do better next time. Uh, but I am 100% for ending these podcasts with improv games. I'm down. Fuck yeah. Good night, everyone. It's not even nighttime.